Is this the end of the road or is there more to come in the Surrey policing situation? Mayor Brenda Locke on Friday announced that the city council has voted to retain the RCMP as the police of jurisdiction, but that's all we know. The vote happened in a closed meeting. Uh, No word on who voted for what or what the rationale was or the reasoning was all behind closed doors. And now what happens then to the hundreds of people who are already working for the Surrey police service? Is this really the end or is there more to come? So joining us now is Norm Lipinski, Chief Constable of the Surrey Police Service. Thank you so much for being with us. Good morning, Simi. Good to be here. Now, you've had the weekend to kind of absorb some of this information. Where is the Surrey Police Service at today? Well, When the vote occurred on Friday, of course, it was disappointing for us. It was also surprising, and I'll tell you why. Uh, The province, as you know, uh, reviewed all submissions, and they took months to review the submission of the Surrey Police Service, the RCMP, City of Surrey, etc. And they were looking at it from a lens of adequate and effective policing. And uh, as we know, they made a very, very strong recommendation to continue with the Surrey Police Service. So as of today... Uh, There's two parts of this story. Uh, One part is the vote on Friday, but the other part is the provincial responsibility for public safety. And uh, not only in Surrey, but of course the province, but specifically to Surrey, they've already made a determination in their report, which resulted in a strong recommendation to continue with the Surrey Police Service. So we're waiting for the province to make the final decision because, again, it's two parts. It's uh, any municipality can certainly uh, pick uh, their policing model, but the province has to approve it through the lens of adequate and effective policing. Okay, so then it sounds as though, Chief Lipinski, you're counting on the province to perhaps overrule this decision. Yes, I am, because uh, looking at their report, and I've gone through it numerous times, and they're the ones that uh, really have all the information, uh, including all the vacancies and the plans and how to fill those vacancies and also how Surrey Police Service can move forward. Uh, We've been at this for two and a half years. We have a template. We typically put uh, 35 police officers uh, in Surrey Detachment every second month. We've, of course, been on a pause here for a number of months. But nonetheless, we've worked out agreements, and I think there are six or seven agreements, three levels of government. And uh, I think one of the most important things to remember is that we have no issue recruiting. We have no problem recruiting brand new recruits that go to the Justice Institute of BC. We have no problem recruiting experienced officers. And uh, the applications are still coming in, of course, uh, much less reduced, but uh, we still have a whole bank of applications. And I think that's very important when you look at policing across the country and all agencies are struggling to recruit, but we are not. But do you not have, do your employees, the officers not have concerns right now, given what happened on Friday? Are you not worried that they're going to quit or they want to move on because it doesn't look like there is a big future here at this point for the Surrey Police Service? Of course, there is a high level of anxiety. 
I, I encourage the provincial government to make a quick decision. Uh, you've heard me speak on this uh, a couple of weeks ago prior to the council decision. I think for everybody, we have to come down to a final, final decision. Uh, since the uh, Friday council meeting, I'm not aware of any resignations uh, coming into my office. Uh, but yes, uh, there is uh, concern. And, uh, you know, people came here from across Canada and uh, nowhere that they, no thought process uh, was there about uh, perhaps this will not work out and it'll be reversed. It doesn't happen in policing to to essentially terminate 330 police officers. So we have uh, families that came here, which is to say that uh, both uh, both partners uh, joined the SPS. So if they're out of a job, then uh, there's no income. So yes, there is that concern. And I, I encourage that uh, we move through this as quickly as possible. Do you have any indication from the provincial government on when you and your officers might hear about this? No, I don't. Uh, but what I will be doing is, uh, if not today, tomorrow, I'll be uh, getting in touch with them and uh, asking them uh, because we, we do need that uh, close turnaround. Now, one thing I do not know is uh, this issue about the documents. Uh, apparently, the uh, province was to sign NDAs and, and get the corporate report from the city of Surrey. Uh, I, I was advised on Friday that did not occur as a Friday. I don't know what uh, will occur today or tomorrow, but obviously they have to get the report, they have to review the report, and uh, they have a whole bank of uh, subject matter experts uh, uh, that reviewed all our submissions and are very, very conversant with the, with the uh, layout of policing in Surrey and, uh, of course, by extension, B.C., what kind of relationship, Chief Lipinski, can can the Surrey police have with the local government if you're counting on the local government being overruled by the province? And the whole thing about Surrey police was that it was supposed to be local, you know, t- controlled by the local government or having input from the local government. This doesn't seem to set it up for a very good cooperation, good future. Well, right now, it's it's fair to say that uh, the relationship is uh, somewhat frosty. Uh, but I look at it from the perspective of, uh, okay, so let's move forward. Let's get a decision, uh, optimistic that it's a favorable decision for SPS. And as professionals, uh, we work through this and uh, look for the cooperation of all the parties. And uh, three levels of government, let's keep that in mind. Uh, But certainly, yes, uh, the municipal government is so, so important because it's local accountability through the municipal government, but with one clear distinction, and that is I report to a police board. The police board uh, is chosen by the province, and the police board reports to the province doesn't report to mayor and council. So that's the way it is in in, uh, all provinces under the Constitution. So all municipal police services in B.C., they have police boards. They they report the chief reports to that police board for budget, for policy, for strategic direction. At what point do you consider this done? Like the decision is done, this, this is the end of the road. Well, I consider it done when the province makes their final decision. Hopefully they can do that uh, in the near future. And uh, I I think the question that they will ask is they will look at that corporate report. They will assess it 
uh, in comparison to their report that was uh, tabled on uh, April 28th. And, uh, you know, it's been uh, almost two months. So the question is, what's changed? What's changed from uh, a planning perspective, uh, vacancy rate, filling that in? Uh, what's changed in this new report? So I, I don't foresee them taking that much longer to review it since they're very conversant with the situation. All right, we'll see what happens. Thank you for your time this morning. You're most welcome. Thank you. That's Norm Lipinski, Chief Constable of the Surrey Police Service, saying it ain't over till it's over. And he views it not being over until the province says it is over. We know how Surrey Council voted. Well, we don't know exactly how they voted. We just know they voted to retain the RCMP. And sounds like the Surrey Police Service is counting on the province at this point to make that final call. All eyes now are on Public Safety Minister and Solicitor General Mike Farnworth. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.